I'm just gonna start recording, cause it's fun. I did a thing! We're gonna be better people by the end of this. The thing that I did! Sarah! I did a thing! Talk about it! Welcome to I Did a Thing, a podcast about unremarkable people doing remarkable things. I'm Sarah. And I'm Birdie. And this week we don't have a guest, but I think in in the role of guest, we've got uh, Birdie this week. Hey. Because she did a big thing. I did a thing. You did a thing. I did a fucking thing. God damn it. <laughs> Even though... Not quite the thing that I had set out to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what happened? Okay. So this is the guest segment and the I did a thing segment. Yeah. All together. Um, so I was to run a half marathon today. Today. God, it feels like forever ago already because we're recording in the evening and, and this whole thing happened in the morning, like very mm-hmm. early in the morning. Um. So I was, I've been training for this half marathon. I've been doing these longer runs once a week. And um, we talked last week a lot about, like, the process of everything, which was super smooth thanks to Sarah's good advice. So listen to that if you're going to do a run. Like, everything kind of just fell into place. I knew what to expect. And as a first-time race runner, it, it feels like everybody knows what's going on except for you. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciated having that insider information. Like, it was just, I kind of got to posture around like I knew what the hell was going on, <laughs> even though I had no idea. I figured I'd just follow some other racer, like other people with tags on. Bibs. They're called bibs, yeah. everybody. <laughs> uh, I was yeah, like, my tag! Uh, but no, it's called a bib. Whoops. Yeah, um, oh. Another person that I've been coaching, he also, he ran a 5K today. I saw that. that. his uh, first race ever. And so, yeah, he was asking me some questions earlier in the week about what to expect. And you're like, I have the podcast for you, mister. <laughs> well, he was nervous about, uh, like, he was like, am, am, is this going to be like high school? Am I going to be the fattest kid? Are oh. there going to be bullies who are going to pick on me? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's important no, to know about. None of those things. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about anybody right? else. It's so true. Yeah. Or if anything, they're, they're just, just trying like, to help you. Excited. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're all doing it together. So. Yeah. Totally. I, I ran next to some people who were much heavier than I was, who were faster than I was, who were slower than I was, who walked more than I did, like all of these things. And it was just really cool to see all of these people kind of just doing it together. I think there were like 3,000 people there and we were all doing the damn thing together. Yeah, definitely all kinds of people run, so. Yeah, or I mean, it's a 5K or a 10K or whatever. Yeah. So all kinds of people walk it or run it, right. and, you know, there are everything from, chill, like, I saw children running who had signed up for this half marathon. Yeah. Like, children, children, not, like, teenager children, like, eight-year-old children. What? Who's making, not making, I'm sure their kid wants to, but <laughs> who's making their kid run 13 miles to get ready for this dumb thing? Anyway. Yeah, th- 13, 
for a half marathon, kids that young are a little bit more unusual, but for a 5Ks and 10Ks, it, it, it's not uncommon, especially like a holiday race like this. Um, right, they're doing it together. It, yeah, it's like a family thing. I saw one family. It was so cute. Like, there's a probably an older sister, maybe, who was in clearly very good physical shape. She reminded me of a lot of the, like, American Ninja Warriors. Like, mm-hmm. 0% body fat, maybe. <laughs> she looked like a runner. Like a runner runner. And she was with this kid. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's really gonna, like, do this with the child. But no, they gave, like, a little high five. I think it was an older sister, maybe. Mm-hmm. High five. And then she went up to line up with the people who, you know, eight and nine minute miles. And right. we were back in the 11, 12, 13 minute mile, folks. Well, so. Yeah. Do you want to explain oh, what, what happened? happened? Why you didn't run a half marathon? I did not what you run do? a half marathon. Um, <laughs> so a couple of days ago, last week, end of last week, we got an email that said, hey, there's supposed to be a heat advisory for the 4th, which is the day that, you know, I'm doing mm-hmm. this dumb thing. Um, there's a heat advisory, so we'll let you know if it's canceled or not, which I didn't even realize was a a thing that could happen. I just assumed that people would just like show up and do it or, or people like me who aren't very experienced might show up and try to do it and maybe crap out halfway through or whatever. But um, apparently race organizers and Again, I'm from a small town, I'm from the country, so when I think of race organizers, even though I've lived in the city forever, um, I think of like a small group of people doing a fundraiser kind of organizing race. Um, this particular one and many of them in the Twin Cities are organized by a company, like a national right, yeah. group. So, I, you know, they have liability issues and, and needing to protect people from themselves. <laughs> Uh, runners are stupid is what I've learned (laughs) and they will not stop themselves from doing the race if they've signed up for the dumb thing yeah some people definitely well first of all there's some I mean I think we've all had the experience of it being like terrible weather at whatever either a heat extreme or a cold extreme and you're driving somewhere and you see somebody running in it Mm -hmm. Um, some people are just very determined to run. Oh, that's a good way to No put matter it. what. Hardcore, <laughs> very dedicated to right. the thing. I was going to say idiotic, but what a, you know, but, depends on your but, lens or your frame. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know how much effort you put into it. And totally. some people put a whole lot more time and effort than, since, I mean, not to say that you didn't no, try. No, 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 totally. Yeah, they've been training least, forever. Right, so people have been, you know, probably started in January training for this. <laughs> Not and six so... weeks ago, like, stupid me. <laughs> so, to find out at the last minute, or, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we found out on Monday, out... two days ago. Yeah, but, I mean, also, after you, some people, obviously, after investing that amount of time into it, if they were given the opportunity, would have done it. No matter oh, yeah. what. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I would have done it. I would have tried right. to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So we got an email uh, two days ago that said, heat advisory, it's canceled, uh, but really just shortened. So we had the option to do the 5K or the 10K. 
there was not a 10K option beforehand. So they made up this 10K um, to kind of appease the half marathoners who were super bummed out. Like, they're, yeah. I mean, the vibe at the packet pickup was real sad, real, real bummery. Um, people, I, I think that folks, um, just generally weren't quite as excited about it. Like, I think that the, the merch sales probably were lower. Um, there were a couple running places that were represented at the packet pickup, and I didn't see anybody stopping at their booths to buy stuff. Or, right. you know, they have the blocks and the and the goos mm-hmm. and the gels and the bras and the whatevers. So I didn't see anybody scoping that out when I was there. I kind of – I also went in and out. But, yeah, we got the email a couple of days ago and it said, hey, it's going to – you have the option to do a 5K or 10K. And um, the 10K was just a double loop of the 5K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean – Okay, so I've been training for six weeks. That's not very long. I feel like I've been cramming for this test and um, then didn't get a chance to take it. Or, right. or like, if you're a lawyer and you've been really preparing for your fi- closing argument and then you settle out of court, like, you're ready, right. kind of. Yeah. Like, it's still, still subjective, but you're ready for this thing and then you're not going to end up doing the thing to prove that you can do it. Yeah. Um, so I was bummed about that, but also running 13 miles sounds terrible. <laughs> so that part, I was like, ooh, six and a quarter. I can, I've done that many times already. I can do that. Right. Which was also a mind fuck for me. Like, uh, two months ago, I was like, what do you want? You want me to run six miles? Yeah. Hell no. With other people? Absolutely not. So that was really weird too. <sighs> so yeah, I went. I I, I did the ten k option. Um, the medal that you get just says the name of the race, so it doesn't indicate what the thing was. Which, again, honestly, the reason I wanted to do the, <laughs> I wanted to be like I did a half marathon. I mean, very extrinsically motivated with that. I want the the medal that says I did a half marathon. I want the t-shirt that says I did a half marathon. (laughs) I want the, I want to put the 13.2 sticker on my car. I want all of those things or whatever it is. I think it's 13.2. It's 0.1. Thank you. I want the 13.1 sticker on my car. I want all of those things. And now I can't put, I can't have any of those, but I can have the 6.2 version of all of them. Yeah, so um, the race itself, uh, really glad that they called it, actually. It was super hot. It was super muggy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really hard to cool down. They Because they had changed the race so last minute, they didn't have, in my opinion, enough water stations or oh, no. bathroom stations um, on the route. Because the route that we ran was really forth. For five k, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was one. There were three water stations total for all ten k, and it was so hot. It was so hot. So yeah, I I just don't think that they were ready for for that 
part of it. Right. Well, yeah, obviously it wasn't what they had planned. Right, right, so. right. And they, um, you know, they. I only saw one runner who was sitting by the side. So I think people took care of themselves pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What what was it like to run in a race as opposed mm. to like I mean you've been doing all these training runs. Yeah, it's been interesting. It was interesting to watch people together. So there were mostly singles or doubles running it. Mm-hmm. And I've only been running by myself. I I don't feel you know, I think that people run either as a group or as an individual activity. Right. By preference at least. Um, I think that I'm probably an individualistic runner. Uh, I don't want to deal with another person's time or speed. And it's more about me inconveniencing them than the other way around. But um, uh, my time was the fastest it's ever been, though. So I got, like, a fast on my running app. I got, like, a fastest time. I got a longest run for the week because I did two long runs this week. I got a... Most elevation, most calories burned. Like, I got all of these, like, gold medals on my running app. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, me. But the fastest time was was unusual to me. So I think there's a bit of adrenaline there. Um, I I tried to keep pace with a person who I kind of deemed as my equal in, in, I don't know, what made me decide that this is the person that I wanted to follow. But when she, uh, when she stopped, I was stopping and or walking anyway, mm-hmm. especially at the end. And uh, we kept kind of passing each other based on when our intervals were and our right. running pace was pretty similar. So it was it was kind of fun to see somebody who looked like they were in shape, but um, I still could keep up with. <laughs> Yeah, it made me feel like a runner, you know? You say that like you're not in shape, Bertie. I mean... You do a lot of things. <laughs> I do a lot of things, but I'm overweight. I I mean, I'm at my goal weight technically, but, you know, I, I don't look like a runner. I look like a derby player, and those well, physiques are very different. I, I hope one of the things that you saw at the race, I mean, we kind of talked right. about this a little bit before, but... There, there is no way that a runner looks. I mean, yeah, there's like an well, Olympic runner, right? But there I are mean, people there who look like a runner, <laughs> like a real one, not just somebody who runs, but like a runner. <laughs> yeah. So I think between the adrenaline and keeping pace with that person, and I just wanted to be fucking over, and <laughs> um. I had a date at the end of it to go get coffee with somebody. And I had a friend who showed up and um, cheered me on. So that was also really cool that I had that support there. So I think a combination of all those things made me try to run faster as well. Well, so you've done a 10K. Yeah. At this moment, what are you thinking about the future of birdie and half marathons? Ooh, and half marathons? Mm. I mean, you haven't done it yet. I haven't. Well, I think my first, my very first goal is I signed up for a 5K in two weeks. So I'd like to continue to train to run that without walking. Right. 
So that's my first goal. And then I think continuing to run without the interval piece of it mm-hmm. is my next goal after that. Um, there really aren't so, any but, hacks so, coming up. So that's the first thing. Yeah. It sounds like you you are going to continue to run. I'm going to continue. Let's, let's be clear. I'm going to continue <laughs> to run for two, at least two more weeks. <laughs> after that I have no promises Um, but I do because they canceled part of my you know the length of my race I get $25 toward another race that this company puts on oh uh uh-huh so I have to look up what those things are but I think they also do the Twin Cities Marathon they do and there's a 10 miler but that requires a lottery entry so so I looked at that I was like oh I could do that 10 miler instead but I am not um, currently signed up for it, and I think it's too late to do so. Um, yeah. But I, okay, so I saw, let's talk about crazy runners for a second. I saw some people who ran the 10K and then also did two more laps after that because they were wanting to do that. Two, mm-hmm. And they were so fast. <laughs> People were so fast. I yeah. I mean, people have been running or just naturally gifted at that. But the um, I met another person who did the race, and he did a nine-minute mile and was done like a half hour earlier than I was. <laughs> yeah. So fast. It's, it's true. That there's some people who can – I mean, there's been plenty of times at half marathons where uh, I'm not even at the – halfway point oh, yeah. when the the winner is finished. <laughs> Absolutely. Um and it's it's totally amazing to see people run that fast. Yeah. Um, it's really it's, but it's also I I mean it's a totally different experience to run you know, run a ten K in in you know, nine minute miles than right. it is, you know, to, to do it at 10 or 12 minute miles and have it take significantly longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I, I, I know that there's people who are a lot faster than me that say, like, oh, I could never spend three hours running, which is... That's such a good point. How long it has it has taken me. I mean, I've done faster than that, too, but I've definitely spent three hours on a, ma- a half marathon. Oh, yeah, so. it would have taken me at at least right. three hours in this heat to do a half marathon. Um, I'm so the, grateful I didn't have to do double what I did. Like, I did six and a quarter. Mm-hmm. A half mar- marathon is more than double that. I'm so glad I didn't have I would have <laughs> never made it. It was so hot and sticky yeah. and humid. And your body just can't cool down when it's that humid. Like, it's just not right. possible. So... I'm I'm so grateful that and relieved that I didn't have yeah. to do it. Yeah, I'll uh, do one. Other, but uh, the maybe. other thing I was gonna say was that uh, that slower runners often make the joke that you're getting your money's worth by <laughs> <laughs> making it last as long as possible. As long as so. possible, just dragging it out. Yeah. Um, I was talking with some friends today after we were done and. We were talking, uh, one of them had done a marathon before, and she's like, mm-hmm. you know what? 
I will never do another one because it it's so boring. <laughs> it's so boring and it takes forever and the training part to get there is so much time to commit to running yeah. if you're not fast. Like it I mean even now with the half marathon stuff like 10 10 miles the last run I did took me over 2 hours or 2 hours. Yeah. It took me 2 hours. And to run more like that's so long to run even an hour I did it an hour and 20 minutes and 53 seconds oh thank you very much um (laughs) good job that's so long to run it's I tried to listen to a podcast and I couldn't because I couldn't focus on it because there's so much going on around Mm me and you have to pay attention to so many more things when you're with that many people um so eventually I tried to switch to music but I don't have that much music downloaded on my phone oh no so it was like Ingrid Michaelson the whole time like this is not running music (laughs) and then I tried to YouTube or stream some but my uh, wife or my cellular service wasn't having it so I just went back to Ingrid who you know great love her but (laughs) not what you would have chosen if you had known right exactly So, so yeah so at this moment, the ha- a half marathon is a, a maybe goal. A maybe goal. A maybe goal. It depends on when I can sign up for one. Right. I don't want to do all this all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you thought that you were going to do one in the fall, sure. Um, my my suggestion would be um to keep kind of maintain doing those long runs. I mean, you don't need to be running 10 miles right. every week, but if you ran, like, five miles every week, that would put you in good shape to be ready. Um, to, to start look, training appropriately. Right. Well, and yeah, to, I mean, if you were running five miles consistently, um, you know, you would only really need a few weeks um, to get ready to actually run a half marathon yeah especially if it's in the fall when it's not so thick you know the other thing I did was when I was training I never did this but this morning I used my inhaler that Mm. um I have because I'm allergic to cats and so whenever I'm with a house that has cats I have to I have to otherwise I can't breathe but I used that this morning kind of gave me a little bit of a boost with the breathing because breathing through this thick humidity is just like yeah i mean i trade for a marathon in south carolina (laughs) jeez i can't i've been to south carolina in the summer i can't even imagine it's so humid there you do get used to it when you're in it all the time sure but running i I would well, yeah, we've talked about this a little bit before, but like, yeah, the humidity. If you haven't ever been been down there, you can't you can't even understand. Like, no. I I Your would clothes are I would damp on, all the time. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. When I would go on vacation to other places, I would like open my suitcase and be like, "Why are all my clothes wet?" And then realize, "Oh, my clothes are always wet." Right. <laughs> um. But so yeah, damp. I would I would have to do all kinds of like I would have to get up super super early, and and do all kinds of things to make it possible. Um, but 
if you're determined, there's always a, a way to make it happen. You runners are just <laughs> But I was the same thing. I wanted the medal. Yeah. said I did a marathon. Oh, absolutely extrinsically motivated. I, I want that shirt. I want that medal. Yeah. I want all the things. I got like a hundred. Okay, so I posted a photo, and I'm not usually. Uh, I don't. I don't need a lot of outside affirmation in my life. But I posted a photo of me finishing, and I got like literally 150 likes on that picture. I was like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I did. I got 150 likes because I deserve it. I deserve it. Gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that is awesome about running too is that um you know there are a whole other opportunities in life to like brag to your friends and family about Mm. an accomplishment yeah um and especially one that like everybody can at least generally understand what it is that you did like you can like Yes. You know, accomplish something at work that is you put a lot of time and effort into and you, the project came out great and everyone's happy. But it's hard for other people that don't work in your field to to lots of times to understand what mm-hmm. it is you even did. Right. But, you know, telling telling people I ran a 10K or I ran a half marathon like everyone can at least appreciate, okay, you put, you, you put in a lot of work and you accomplish something that's hard. Like, that's really cool. Right. Yeah. So, um, Sarah, that's what I did this week. Right on, Birdie. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, And thank you so much for all of your help and your coaching. And I, if I can definitely help you, uh, over the next couple of weeks, get to that goal of running the 5K yeah. and, uh, nonstop. That's um, my next one, for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think that should be pretty achievable. It um, was hard at the at the very, very beginning of the race today to force myself to walk right mm, away. Yeah. And I knew that if I didn't, I would regret it later. And I'm, I'm so glad that I, you know, we had talked about that and then I had chilled out and, like, force myself to do that but it was so hard to yeah I was like I feel great like I had that you know inhaler magic going and I was <laughs> ratty and adrenaline was pumping and so I could have done probably 10 minutes in a row right but then I would have died and so I'm so glad that we had that chat about you know, doesn't matter what you feel like, just do the, do the plan, like figure yeah. do the thing that we've talked about. Um, yeah, and it definitely, um, it can also, you, you can also feel kind of a little bit of peer pressure at oh, the beginning of thousand the race. percent. You're, every, obviously everyone's all grouped together right at the beginning of the race and then people kind of find their own pieces and spread out. But, um, yeah, it, it can't be hard to to stop and walk when everyone else around you is running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that's awesome that you 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 followed your plan. I did. And it turned out well. It did. Yeah, I'm really I'm really happy with what happened, and it feels like a million years ago. So I woke up at like 4:45 a.m. Yeah. and now it's almost 7 p.m. my time. So it's just I'm ready for bed. Basically. Yeah, you you've got that 
I accomplished a day's worth of activity before noon. <laughs> before 10 a.m. I was home. Yeah. I, mean, I went out after and then um, was home by 10. I was like, I need a beer. It's only 10, but I don't care. <laughs> I've done a lot of things since then, but yeah. I'm ready for bed now. <laughs> awesome. Well, did you do a thing this week, Sarah? After we've talked forever, okay. Uh, Tell me about it. A a totally different type of thing than than what you were doing. But um, I went to see a doctor uh, that specializes in weight loss. Oh, uh, to talk about losing weight. Wow, what did they? (laughs) Okay, that's a big thing. Yeah. So I actually. Um, made this appointment a couple of months ago, um, but uh, I had to kind of wait because it was actually an appointment with um, a a medical doctor and then a nutritionist. And the first time you go, they want you to see them both like right, you know, in the same appointment. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to wait until um, they had an appointment where they were both available at the same time. Um, So... I guess I should back up that how I got the idea to do this was back in January, um, one of the like medical groups in Cincinnati had a bunch of billboards advertising their weight loss clinic. And so it it caught my attention and I kind of wondered like, what is that? It sounds like maybe that could be helpful to me. Um, So I did some Googling um, and found the information about their weight loss clinic um and it what they had to offer wasn't really at least what i'm looking for it was mainly like doing um that metafast uh system oh yeah which is basically like slim fast like yeah instead of eating food and i kind of felt like if that was what i was going to do i could do it without a doctor's help right and also... It's not um, sustainable for life, either. Right, exactly. Like, that's always been my philosophy, that I don't want to do things that to lose weight that I'm not going to be able to maintain long-term. Amen. Um, so, but when I was Googling that, then um, one of the other medical groups, um, their weight loss program came up, and... So I read a little bit on their website of what they had to say, and um, saw an interview with the doctor, and um, her talking about her philosophy, which is basically that, um, like losing weight is, uh, um, especially when you have a lot of weight to lose, is kind of like managing like a, a chronic illness, like diabetes or you mm. know, something like that, that long-term that's never going to go away. Absolutely. Um, so I, I really like that. Um, and um, the other thing that kind of was going on at the same time is, I mean, obviously we talked about that. I had joined Weight Watchers, um, and one of the things, both of the times that I have joined Weight Watchers that I had hoped to get out of it, but the reality was that you um, it just isn't, I don't think, what Weight Watchers is meant to do um, is, like is to help deal I needed help I realized I needed help with uh, dealing with emotional eating Mm. and that does come up at Weight Watchers but not um, as in depth as maybe uh, right yeah 
Yeah. And I mean, the I people mean, who run Weight Watchers aren't licensed in any right. sort of way. They're just exactly. people who've done it. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, that's what I was about to say. The, the people there are other people who've had success losing weight, but yeah, like, getting into, like, more serious topics is probably not what they should be doing. No, I mean, <laughs> anyway, they're not qualified yeah. for that, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of what I was, um, going in hoping for. Um, so, uh, the first appointment was kind of a just, like, get to know you sort of thing, um, mainly, um, and then I have another appointment with the nutritionist in just a couple of weeks, and then a follow-up appointment with the, um, the doctor in, like, six weeks, um, so I got the impression that they kind of, they want you to, like, get started, um, like, they basically gave me, um, a calorie goal to follow for mm-hmm. this, this next few weeks, and I, I kind of got the impression that, like, the main point right now is to see if I will actually do things. <laughs> sure, do what they've said. Right, because I, I, I can imagine there's lots of people who, for various reasons, show up saying they're wanting to lose weight, but then aren't able to or just choose not to do <laughs> uh, the things that actually you have to do to lose weight. Right. Right. I mean, so, you, ha- you really do have to be in, like, the right mental space. And, right. Uh, the group around you, like, your your crew needs to be on board with that. And there's a lot of factors that you have to right, just be ready right. to do it. Yeah. So, um, so that's what I'm doing right now is, work, like, uh, logging my food, which is something I have done in the past and has helped me, uh, but I hadn't really been doing lately. Um, and also sticking to that calorie goal that they gave me. Um, and then uh, in a couple weeks, there is like a, a support group uh, meeting mm. um, to go. So I'm going to go and check that out and see if that's helpful. Um, and then we'll see from there how it goes. Nice. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a helpful thing. I have a friend who goes to over Eaters Anonymous and says that that's mm-hmm. been really, really helpful for her because it's more structured counseling versus, right. yeah. you know, just people coming together who have done the thing before. Right. Uh, so that sounds great. I mean, that's not the same thing, but it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. How has the calorie counting been going for you? Um, f- fine. <laughs> okay. It's hard um, to do. Well, I, because... I, I mentioned before um, that I, in the past, I had lost a, a lot of weight yeah. over, I mean, it took me, it took me mm, probably four years, but I had lost 90 pounds. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I did it, um, was, was just counting calories. Um, so it's not like it's a brand new thing to me or I don't know what to do. Um, it's just that I hadn't been doing it <laughs> right no I mean, um, you have to so so I mean that's one of the things I'm already getting out of it is that um obviously like when I go to see the nutritionist she's going to ask me questions about what I've been eating and have I been sticking to my calorie plan and stuff so I have that accountability um so that's good um and then 
like the the one thing the one thing that if if you've ever counted calories um and tried to eat healthy that i think probably all of us have run into at a certain point is that sometimes um like you could get to the end of the day and have a bunch of calories mm-hmm. left yeah um so that's actually what the I just started on Monday, and today's Wednesday. So Monday and Tuesday, that's kind of what happened was I ate breakfast and then lunch or dinner or whatever you want to call it at work, and then I got home, and I still had, like, quite a bit of calories left to eat. (laughs) Wow. Um, Which, you know, if I was eating crap, like, cookies or, you know, like, it's easy to, I could easily eat three times what I need had left to eat but when you're trying to eat something healthy yeah. and get that <laughs> I, 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 like last night I was like oh I can't believe I have like two more I had like already eaten uh, like a sandwich and had like a little bit of ice cream and I still needed to eat another 200 calories and wow. <laughs> I was like oh no <laughs> I can't believe I have to eat this <laughs> That's when almonds or avocados or things like that come in handy. Like- I, I ended up making another sandwich. I had made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich just because when I was driving mm. home from work, that sounded good. Um, but then when I still needed to eat more, I, I made a, a sandwich with like turkey and, and stuff on it. Oh, that's good. Um, but then... Uh, in order, uh, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this tip before um, for people who are, are trying to lose weight and are watching calories, uh, but I one of the things that I do when I'm eating sandwiches and I'm trying to make them uh, a little bit healthier is I'll make half a sandwich. So I just mm. use one piece of bread and cut it in half. Um, and then, then I can put like a whole sandwich worth of meat on there and you feel like you're having like a great big giant like deli sandwich and it's amazing but um it's not nearly as many calories as if you had made a whole sandwich nice that's a great tip i love half sandwiches yeah you can put all the good stuff in there and still only eat half of one exactly wonderful well um should we uh talk about the challenge zone let's talk about that challenge zone challenge zone challenge zone how has it been going for you birdie have you gotten in some good self-care heck yeah i like this challenge because it just feels like a really great excuse to take care of all the crap i need to take care of (laughs) Like, I have to. It's the challenge zone, guys. Right. Um, One of the things that has been piling up and sneaking up on me uh, has been my yard work. And Mm. we've talked about many times that um, yard work is new to me in the last year or so. And my parents have really, you know, come and helped me out a lot last summer with um, a lot of things in the yard and a lot of things in the house. And so when they come to visit, they kind of expect it to be maintained. Right. Yeah. Well, 
they um, stopped by for a few minutes on, I don't forget when that was, last week sometime, and immediately gave me shit about how the, you know, the flower beds aren't weeded, and, oh, this has been a while, kind of, like, I was like, oh, I took care of it last week. They're like, this is longer than a week, Amanda, whatever. <laughs> like, you guys, I mean, I'm trying so hard in all of the aspects of my life. Like, I just don't care about weeds, but... Uh, the right, and um, I've realized that part of it is that my dad does um, like lawn weed killer crap all over, and so he doesn't have things like crabgrass or mm-hmm. um, creeping Charlie that I have, and so his grass grows beautifully and lush, and there aren't a lot of weeds there, and so it takes less effort to control them overall, but. Over the last two days or so, I've been really trying to dig into it and do a little bit of those time, make it really manageable, take care of myself in that so that I'm not getting myself overwhelmed by all of the things that need to be done and still, you know, clearing out what I need to clear out. Um, It's been raining. It's been off and on thunderstorming and being really, really hot here. So mowing the yard has been... A challenge to find a time that the the grass is dry enough to mow, but yet yeah. it's not gonna, you know, melt me um, outside. I've been struggling with that too. This last week, I finally just had to break down and mow the grass while it was still wet because it just wasn't. It was getting so long, and yeah, there's never a time where it wasn't wet and it wasn't a hundred degrees. Yes, I mean, it rained an hour and a half ago and now yeah. it seems like a great time to go out there but I know that it's just really wet right now yeah so I've been trying to pull weeds during that time instead but so that's the thing that I've been trying to you know give myself grace and patience on and still take care of it before my parents come back next weekend next week right and so I would like to get it taken care of before they come back so I don't get more harassment about it also they are retired, so they get to do whatever they want, whenever they want. Right. And so if they want to spend eight hours in the yard planting flowers and weeding and all that crap, they can do that. I don't have that luxury. Parents, are you listening? <laughs> so just <laughs> chill out. I am trying the best I can. Leave me alone. Um, yeah, Dad. I have, I, I have this book. Um, it's called Unfuck Your Habitat. Um, and it's about, um, like it's, it's, it's a self-help book, um, that basically gives, um, some suggestions and tools on how to be more organized, um, in, in your house, inside your house. Mm. Uh, But I think a lot of it could apply to yard work too. Um, and I would definitely recommend the book, uh, if anybody is struggling with that. Um, and it even addresses, um, like if you're struggling to keep your house clean because you are also struggling with mental illness. And yeah. So, you know, like that can be whether or not you're struggling with mental illness. Uh, if you're not a naturally tidy person. I am not. Which I am not either. Um, it can definitely get to that place where it's like overwhelming yes, and then it's just like, fuck it. Like, okay. I mean, it's <laughs> burning down the house and walking away an option because I'll take that. Yes. It happens a lot. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest and most useful tips um, that they give in the book is 
um, basically, and this isn't a revolutionary tip, you might have heard it other places, but um, setting a timer and just you know, mm. saying, okay, I'm going to work on this for five minutes. It's amazing what you can do in five minutes. And then when the timer is goes off, then I'll take a break and, you know, I, I, I'll take a break. Um, and doing that definitely helps in getting started. Um, and, you know, even though five minutes doesn't sound like very much, it's enough to um, be able to see that you, like, made a dent and that, yeah. you know, putting it makes it feel less overwhelming because, you know, you can see, okay, if I just put a little bit of effort into this, like, I can make it better. It's so true. I mean, really, five minutes, you can clean your bathroom in five minutes, or you can right. put away your dishes or your laundry and every five minutes really adds up. That's a really good um, self-care tip there. Yeah. Um, What have you done? The main self-care thing that I've been doing this week is um, trying to uh, do some yoga every day. I think we've mentioned, I've mentioned a couple of times the yoga with Adrian um, Mm -hmm. YouTube series. I guess I did talk about it last week, yeah. Uh, so I've been, I wasn't successful in doing it every day, um, but I guess the other part of self-care that I've been doing with it is letting that be okay, yeah. and if I, if I run out of time one day and aren't, I'm not able to do it, I'm just letting it go, and uh, not making it like, oh, well, I messed it up, so right. now I haven't done it every day, so I'll just give up and not do it at all. Um, I, you know, I just let it go and try to do it the next day that's great um but so it's been it's the yoga's definitely been helping um the other great thing about um yoga with adrian that i have now discovered is that frequently um her dog benji is a guest star in the (gasps) background that sounds Um, fantastic he, he looks like he must be an australian shepherd and he is a lazy boy um, so he uh, just generally just lays down in the in the on the floor I in the background that. and takes a nap, um, and it occasionally gets a little bit in the way in a way that is cute. But uh, so, that alone is enough to watch yeah. this, even if I don't actually do the yoga. Yeah. So, so yeah, another another uh, uh, plug for yoga with Adrian. It's, it's great. That's amazing. And that whole concept of giving yourself the um, permission to let it go for the day is, I think, half of self-care. It's just, you know, if you're trying or if it's just not working or, you know, you just can't that day, like, just, I'm just going to let it go for today. It's going to be fine. No big deal. If you don't clean your kitchen that day, it's, it's not the end of the world. And that enough is self-care. Right on. I love it. Well. Speaking of love. What do you love? Oh, the thing I love. The thing I love. I love fruits. It's my sweet pleasure. What are you loving on, Sarah? I was going to recommend a book. I'm trying to find the name of it. 
Um, can I tell you about this movie that I watched this week? Sure. Is that the thing you're loving? It is. Okay, well, let's hear about it. So, I'm sure most folks have learned about this already, but there's this documentary about, um, I think... I think I have. Oh, um, I think that I have talked about uh, movies the last few weeks, but um, the the documentary is called "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" Oh yeah, and it's about Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, which makes me want to watch Mr. Rogers' neighborhood all over again. Um, I don't know, did, Sarah. Did you ever watch it when you were growing yeah, up? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, PBS ruled. Um, it. It made me cry many times, this whole documentary. And it's just really about how this man who, honestly, like, the the purest of intentions for everything that he did for children and just wanting to really make their lives better and, and through love, not through weird graphics or making them laugh necessarily or exploding weird stuff all over the screen. I mean, it was just really about getting to who they are as people and um, affirming that for them and, and letting them know that they were, they are loved for who they are, not for any other reason, but just intrinsically your self-worth. And he is coming from a perspective of being a pastor and, and having that training, but I just, I just wish that everybody could love themselves and love each other the way that Mr. Rogers loved people and children. That's so true. He, <laughs> he like is, or was an amazing person, and I don't know if anybody else could ever do what he did. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's like so genuine. Uh, right, and. But I don't know, like, <laughs> I thought, like, yeah, it's just. I mean, these days you look at that and you're like, what are his motivations? Like, is right. he a weirdo? Is he, you know, is he cash grab? Is he trying to make a name for himself? Like, what is, what are the, what are the underlying motivations there? But I mean, I do believe that truly he was just cared about people and wanted them to know that they were important. And there's some arguments that that spawned this generation of people who think that they're perfect for no reason and they haven't done anything to deserve admiration or success, you know, those millennials, that kind of argument. <laughs> but, I mean, think truthfully the, the argument is that not that, not that you intrinsically deserve success or money or to not work for things, but intrinsically you deserve to be loved, and that is different. Agreed. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> and that I love. Awesome. That's what I love this Yeah, I, I really want to see it, but it hasn't come to any of the theaters here in Cincinnati yet, so. When it does, it is wonderful. I highly recommend Awesome. Excellent. So, the title of the book that I was looking for, yeah. um, that I wanted to recommend is a beautiful work in progress, um, and it's by Marina Valerio, um, and um, 
you may have seen her um, on social media or um, she's also been in runner's world a few times um, but she is uh, I, I don't actually she has a column uh, in runner's world that I think is called something like fat runner mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so she's she's kind of made herself a name for herself on social media though because uh, she is overweight, um, uh, and she's also a black woman, which um, is a little bit unusual uh, in like the like casual or in like non-professional uh, runners <laughs> uh, world. Awesome. I, it's it's a uh, it's at a. I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's very good reasons for it, but I'm not sure exactly why uh, there aren't more uh, women of color involved in running. Um, but in any case, uh, it's the book is a memoir that she has written uh, about her experiences with running. Um, and she she's not just a runner. She does ultras. Um so a lot of a lot of her, uh, a lot of what she has to say is about like that dichotomy of being somebody who can do these amazing things, uh, but on the outside not looking like someone who people would think is fit or you know, or or runner like you were talking about before. Yeah. Um. So, um, yeah, it um it's. It's a great book, and I totally recommend it. Um, it's also available on audio, uh, Audible, and she does the the narration oh. herself. So, dang! Can you imagine? I'm sorry, this is not. But can you imagine reading an entire book out loud for to be recorded? Yeah, that's I know it. That's a it's feat. A lot of work. In of yeah. itself. That sounds great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's uh, I I have to admit I haven't finished it yet, but I the I got I downloaded because I have a Kindle, um, so you can get um, samples of of any of their uh, their ebooks um, to read for free. That's cool. Um, to try it and see if you like it, and like yeah, as soon as I started reading it, I was like, I love this book. I need to buy it. <laughs> That's their goal, right? A beautiful yeah. work in progress. Yeah. So yeah, um and the Kindle it's the the Kindle version is uh very inexpensive as well. So I can't oh, remember exactly how much I paid for it. But yeah, if Not you if you have a way to read um read Kindle books, I I would definitely recommend it. That's awesome. Well, anything else this week? I I've, I've talked a lot. No, I think I think we probably should wrap it up so that we can take care of our 4th of July doggies. Yeah. You can probably take a nap. <laughs> yep. I'm ready for both of those things. Okay. So um, you can find us on the internet at ididathingpod.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at I Did a Thing Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at I Did a Thing Pod. Um, so if you have any questions, comments, want to say hello, or if you want like to be a guest, Please email us at ididathingpod at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed, 
please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And go do a thing. Go do a thing. Go do a thing. Woohoo. Yay.